0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling.
0: It's time to do the show, I mean, Shoe the Dough, with Aaron and Danae, streaming on Mixler every Tuesday or available to download later on your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart
1: of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae. Thank you kindly, Caleb. Appreciate you doing the intro. If you'd like to do the intro for Shoe the Dough, Feel free. We've got the script at our website, erinanddanae.com. You can record it in whatever way you want, send it our way, and we'll throw it on the intro for one of our episodes. Uh, it is time to shoe the dough. Danae.
0: I'm sorry. I'm taking a photo of my, of my screen.
1: <laughs> Why?
0: Because MC Hammer is talking about command strips.
1: Okay. What is this?
0: It's a commercial. For command strips, but uh-huh. MC Hammer is now doing them and he's like in his full MC Hammer regalia. Like he's got his pants on, he's got his big glasses on, he has his like little jacket on. And this was
1: worth you taking a picture of your computer screen?
0: Well, my brother and Callie, they were just telling me about this this weekend. Okay. Like just yesterday. They were talking about MC I- Hammer being the new command strip, you know, spokesperson. Can I just
1: say, and I this may make me sound immensely out of it. Yeah. What are command strips? What? I have no idea what you're talking those, about. It's those
0: like super sticky things you can put on your wall, and then when you're done, you just like p- like you pull down the tab, and it unsticks from your wall, and you can. So you're not committing to making holes in your wall with art. You're okay. just sticking it to your wall. Tape. Like super strong tape.
1: So it's tape. Command yeah. strips is a type of tape.
0: It's a- well, it's a product. Okay. So they have like where it has a hook, and you can attach the hook to a wall. Mm-hmm. I was telling my brother and Callie that. I committed to command strips on my wall. Okay. Which is not a commitment, that's what's funny about it, cuz you could take them down.
1: <laughs> right, sure.
0: So I but I put them I put actually I didn't put them on the wall. I put them on the fireplace on the sides of the fireplace so that we can hang our headsets when my husband and I finish playing Call of Duty. Okay. We can hang our headsets somewhere instead of just putting them, you know, on top of the PlayStation. Wow. Yeah.
1: Command strips.
0: The entire weekend has been like rearranging things. and stuff. Yeah, how was
1: your Memorial Day? Anyway. Let's get beyond command strips, shall well, we? It
0: was just interesting because MC Hammer's their new smoke, spokesperson.
1: I uh, Sure. And I haven't no. seen the guy I, in a long listen, time. Listen, I understand. Some <sighs> things are just important. I get it.
0: I'm going to send a text to her and be like, just saw. Thanks for the heads up, Callie. Mm-hmm. Just saw MC Hammer. So then I was taking a picture.
1: What else did you do on your Memorial Day?
0: Uh, we reorganized my house yeah. and cleaned my house.
1: We did a little bit of that.
0: We have two... Two rooms that were kind of, uh well, one room we completely emptied out when we had a house guest like five months ago. Mm-hmm. Our house guest moved out, but we have not re-entered into that, like making it into our own space again, really.
1: And when you say house guest, do you mean an actual person stayed in your house
0: for several months? We
1: used to talk about the bats that would come into our home as house guests types. So I just wanted <laughs> but to clarify would kill those. Yes, so it's very no. different. It's a very different kind of house guest.
0: Very different. We didn't kill anyone <laughs> or anything. <laughs> Yeah, so when she moved out, we just hadn't really gone back into that space, and so uh, ended up going through a lot of boxes, just reorganizing some That's things. That's cool. That's
1: always a fun process.
0: Yeah, and we'll get a good conversation about the importance of realizing what we want to let go of and what we want to keep. Mm-hmm. So we plan on doing a big purge soon. Like, we're planning it so that yeah. we can kind of get ready for Where it. Where for
1: 24 hours, nothing is illegal. You can murder people. That's a you movie. Can, oh, you I'm sorry. It. It's a purge. I was just a... <laughs>
0: No, Aaron, I'm went. not killing anything. <laughs> what in the world?
1: <laughs> Guys, you heard it here first. Danae uh, and Justin are doing the purge. We,
0: we are, but we're starting with the closet. <laughs> and then we're going to go into you we're know, killing the office clutter. area. And then we'll go into like our different little sections with you know, little stuff we've capped around for a while.
1: I think those processes are a lot of fun because you come upon things that you haven't seen in a long time. Or you have these revelations. Can I about- tell you
0: what I did? Sure. Um, so I went over to my brother, as I mentioned, my window have been in Cali's. Uh-huh. I ended up taking eight boxes of their stuff home with me. <laughs> it's like in preparation of the purge, I am gonna go ahead
1: and acquire. What? That is <laughs> that... Then it was maybe before... funny. Honey, we just cleaned out our closet. What should we put in there? <laughs> Other people's stuff that they don't want, of course.
0: Uh I was just thinking about that, going, that was counterproductive counterintuitive yes
1: that is exactly what the word is counterproductive
0: but but i think i think ultimately there's items that they were getting rid of that we would like to have like sure a walk we don't have a walk
1: oh w-o-k yeah i was thinking (laughs) w-a-l-k i was like is this is this some new type of leash for a dog like it's called a walk
0: it's called a walk the dog walk nice what did you guys do uh, Over the Memorial we cooked, weekend. We cooked
1: burgers and dogs all weekend long. Uh, before we move on to me, I do want to tell a story about cooking burgers and dogs. Please do explain one of the boxes that you moved out of your closet because I think it's amazing. I was hoping- one of the boxes that, that Danae, let's set this up. Danae has transported this box, this important box with all her memorabilia from mm-hmm. one place to another, you know, so she's opening up boxes and there's the wedding box with all like the wedding souvenirs and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and stuff you want to keep. She opens another box and it's stuff it's from, from
0: iBody. body, you
1: know, yeah, stuff from the, you know, the job that she's done or high school or whatever. And then you get to this box, Danae, tell us what you found.
0: I open up this box and the top layer I'm confused by, but it, and it just looks like it's a whole bunch of junk mail. Uh huh. So I started to leaf through it, and there's like opened up envelopes, and then there's like a letter Uh from maybe like the uh, electric company from like (laughs) 2009-ish. Like, what
1: is this? These are not important letters. No. No.
0: And I kept thinking, no, there's got to be something important. This is junk mail. Yeah. So the top layer was about... You know, two inches of junk, junk mail. Junk mail, got it. And I was convinced I had to go through everything. And I did. I went through everything. It's all, none, all none of that even needed to be shredded. That is
1: just the padding on top to make sure stuff that's important doesn't get like, you know, broken or jostled okay. around.
0: next layer was bubble wrap.
1: Another layer of protection.
0: And then the next layer, and uh, filling up the rest of this substantial box, packing peanuts.
1: Packing peanuts, another layer of protection for whatever was in the packing peanuts, which was... Air. Nothing! You've been transporting a box of nothing from place to place.
0: It's just packing peanuts and a
1: layer of like bubble wrap. You have the most precious, well protected junk mail anybody has ever had. Don't let this junk mail get bumped around too much. What was I thinking? Like when I closed that box up, what was I thinking about? It had to to be something, had to be in there at one point. And when it got taken out, which he got loose, (laughs) (laughs) it is now a a house guest in your home. Uh, I don't know.
0: Maybe that's where the snake came from. That just appeared in our house last year. That's exactly
1: right. Uh, Yeah, we grilled a lot this weekend. Memorial Day is always a good time to kind of get the grill out and kick things up a notch. We did have an experience uh, just last night where. We've been grilling all week, and we hadn't really cleaned the grill in between each time. And so there was kind of grease building up, up on the uh, the tinfoil that we used to cook the burgers on. And so, you know, we would pull a burger off in the little puddle of grease there uh, caught on fire. And it was like, oh, no. So we're pulling burgers off. And every time we pull a burger off, it'd release more grease onto this tinfoil. So this fire is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And eventually we get to like the last three burgers and it's like it's a lost cause like we are not there's no way the heat is getting too much the flames are now twice as high as our grill you know off of this grease fire Meanwhile, or whatever your
0: boys are sitting by like cool
1: <laughs> well we all were but <laughs> so we're like they're Get a lost
0: cause the
1: they're a lost cause let's forget it and we, so we just you know close it let it all burn off and so you know we lost three burgers to the to the grill
0: this morning we talked about this a little bit on the radio this morning and you had
1: the greatest response
0: When you said that you shut the burger, you shut the lid to Mm -hmm. the grill. Yeah, so it's just
1: the flaming fire inside with the three burgers. The three burgers.
0: I called them Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. (laughs) I was like, well, there's your Bible lesson for the day.
1: (laughs) What is this, a fourth burger? I don't remember a fourth burger being in there. And it has the appearance of the son of the grand burger. (laughs) I don't know. I was just trying to continue. Way to keep
0: going. Way to keep going.
1: You ready to shoot a dough?
0: Yeah, I'm totally ready to shoot a dough.
1: All down. right. <laughs> uh, we're going to do a little bit of headline hoarder today on episode number 120, uh, where Danae gets to reach into her vault of headlines that she's been keeping track of for this past month. But before we get there...
0: It's time to...
1: From all over the planet, things keep happening to people, and people keep talking about those things. When Danae and Aaron see them, they call them news. So they will peruse the news. I can't listen to you. Why, do does, that. It get, why does it get
0: you distracted? they're like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why don't you start us off, Danae? What did well, you Well,
0: let's go ahead and just bring this way on down and talk about this whole gorilla situation just for a moment, which if you've been looking at the news over the I past what 24 you about hours, this. Yeah. we talked about the buffalo that was taken out of its environment at the mm-hmm. national at, uh, what, where was that? Uh, that state park? I
1: don't remember, but it was like a reserve or something um, like that. or That's
0: where the geyser is.
1: Oh, uh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and so then the baby bison had to be, you know, basically put to sleep. Well, not basically, it was, it was Mm -hmm. euthanized because it wouldn't get reignited to the pack. Mm -hmm. Here is another situation where humans have to make a call to kill something and it's another human's fault. Yeah. You know,
1: I, I, I wanted to, I guess,
0: I guess we should talk about it in case you haven't heard the news. There was a, a little boy who fell into a gorilla pit.
1: Was that in Cincinnati at the Cincinnati zoo? Yes. I remember which zoo it was.
0: Yep. And the mother has come under fire for not holding on to her child. But she's actually released a couple of different things on Facebook with some friends and stuff that is just like, hey, thank you for praying for us. And I'm glad my son's okay. And please don't be hating on me. Kids can get away. You know, there's a a lot of
1: hating on going on all over this story. Like, I mean, it's people being people and
0: because ultimately what had to happen is the uh, zoo decided to shoot this 17 year old gorilla because
1: the gorilla got hold of the the child
0: um, rather than shoot it with a tranquilizer
1: because a tranquilizer could uh, wouldn't take effect immediately and could um, incite the gorilla, those kind of things. So there was risk to the boy. By using a tranquilizer, so they killed the gorilla.
0: So now we have a lot of different opinions kind of piling in. Um, there is a petition that's been put out asking for justice for the Harambe, which is I think how Harambe, mm-hmm. the name of the uh, silverback um, gorilla.
1: She's a big gorilla.
0: Asking for the mother to be fined for wow. the for the gorilla's death. Like ultimately, I feel like. This is super sad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that the, the boy is okay. I wish that there was a circumstance where this gorilla would have an ability to live its life and not die that way. Mm-hmm. That seems like a pretty, I guess it's quick, you know, all things considered. Sure. But I feel like the zoo is ultimately responsible because if you're going to have, if a seven-year-old or four-year-old boy can slip through stuff and then wind up, you know, playing mm-hmm. in the, the, the in the, I don't know. It It would be
1: interesting to see what the protection is, right? Because zoos are always in this, I think, state of balance that they try to find between keeping the spectators away from the animals, Mm -hmm. but allowing the spectators to feel like they're with the animals. In other words, part of the experience of going to a zoo for a lot of people is, oh, look at these grand, amazing animals. And I'm in this, I'm sharing space with them. You know, that's part of the experience. So I would, I would be curious to know, like, what kind of protection they had against somebody falling in or climbing through or how it happened. Uh, was there a loose something that they got through? Some of this information may be out there, and I just haven't seen it. Um, but I was really curious, Danae, to hear you talk about it and hear kind of how you felt about it because I know how passionate you are yeah. about animal life. And I saw some of the feedback from different people, you know, blaming the zoo, blaming the mom, all those kind of stuff. And I kind of wonder where, you you know, you stood on that. And
0: – well. I think that where I land is that, yes, anytime that there is a small infant that is next to a massive gorilla, you're going to be aware that at any second, if the gorilla was upset and wanted to just, you know, fling a kid around, there could be some major, major damage. Yeah. Um, And that they didn't want to tranquilize it because they, it wouldn't take hold for several minutes. I think what's disturbing for me on multiple levels is like, you just don't, you, you just have to make a call. You know you have to make a call as somebody and I think it's it's a really difficult call to make but ultimately I just feel like I said I feel really bad for the for the animal itself you know that that now this great creature can't live any longer. Because a human did something that it couldn't help, you know, so, you, and, and the, and the, the gorilla is not there because he wants to
1: be there. Right. I was going to get to that. Saying? That's like, why I'm, we're talking about captivity here. We're talking here, about and I know...
0: an animal that can only do what is in front of it and then is killed by doing exactly what it's supposed to do, which is being in a cage. Yeah. It sucks.
1: Um, you have spoken before, I believe, about zoos in general and the idea of captivity in general, how it's bothersome, mm-hmm. uh, bothersome to you. And then I know you've also talked about how rescue captivity is different from uh forced captivity and and i don't know what situation it was for this gorilla but i think it's really interesting to look at even zoos in general like should they exist what what purpose do they serve you know for the public what is you know what is a zoo there for i just think that's an interesting conversation to have
0: I remember one time in high school, there was this uh, bus of girls that were coming in for like a basketball tournament and they're from New York. Mm -hmm. They made the bus driver stop the bus. They all got out of the bus, grabbed their cameras and ran over to the field to take pictures of cows because they'd never seen cows in the wild. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Seems kind of ridiculous (laughs) to me, who lives in like cow central you know, around here in the yeah. Ozarks, everybody mm-hmm. has cattle, you know, everybody, everybody. Yeah. We've got over here in
1: the in the corner right now.
0: Not so many goats. No, but there are cattle everywhere. Yeah. You know,
1: <clears throat> and they're
0: like taking photos. And it's just a big deal. I mean, that's a kind of like they would have a cow in their zoo. They in fact, I think one of them said, I've only ever seen a cow in a zoo. And I'm like, who puts a cow in a zoo? <laughs> That doesn't seem like a very interesting thing to have in a zoo. There are cows
1: in our zoos, too, but they're usually in the petting farm part kind of thing. Right.
0: So, and then there's some farms for, I I say that because I like that as an example of how I think it's kind of fun, right? Like, Mm -hmm. they got to see a wild cow. (laughs) That's kind of fun. I can't, like, go see a giraffe in the wild without spending a lot of money. But I choose not to go spend money at the zoo to go see one because I just, I don't want to invest in that. Like right. I just, I don't know if there, if there's a place that wants to rescue them and show them and and give good care to them for everybody else. Like I do understand the need for animal rescue, but I personally, I've been to a couple of zoo situations where it was just so horribly depressing. Mm. There was a otter that was so in such a tight environment. He just kept like literally swimming in a circle and running his head into the wall over and over. It was horrible. Yeah, it was like horrible. And then there was a lynx. That had, like, a little cat litter box and then a a little metal thing to sit on. It was just like, this is horrible. This is awful. Yeah. So, and then these types of things happen, you know, where... And
1: they continue to happen, too. I mean, it's it's not like it's an outbreak where it's happening every week or something. But you do hear, you know, probably... Once, he, well, we had a zookeeper even here where we live in Missouri uh, that was killed by an elephant, you know, not too long ago, and it just the
0: zookeeper, the
1: zookeeper, and it just kind of keeps happening uh, in these different ways, and so you, you start to wonder, okay, how do we do this better, you know? And I think we saw uh, Ringling Brothers recently yeah, take elephants let- out of there their program. And that's a now big step. Now those you know? elephants,
0: you know, they get to go to a place where they can live out the rest of their lives, hopefully. And I think I'm thankful for places that will take those kinds of animals, you know, and I feel like there's a lot of just injustice that's done to animals mm-hmm. in, t- because of man's progress, you know, wild, wild ponies, you know, are forced to live in the desert instead of in their own environment because it's just, you know, like just weird stuff that happens in our life. And when you start to think about it, it gets frustrating. But ultimately I think the story And I I appreciate it in the chat. I think your wife, Jen, had something really Mm -hmm. great to say, um, which is basically like we weren't there in that situation. And so we just need to reserve judgment.
1: And, And I think it comes down to, and she mentioned this as well, internet shaming is just such a thing. And it's as soon as we hear a story, we think it's our responsibility to shame all the people involved for their part when really, We weren't there. We don't know. Exactly. Let somebody else handle the, you know, the consequences to people of those things. I think that's very wise. All right. I'll go on to my first one. Uh, My first peruse the news. Why you should drink coffee before your workout. Yes. Um, Apparently.
0: (sighs) this Why you should drink coffee, period.
1: (laughs) Come on. I'm not a coffee drinker, but I may be looking for a source of caffeine for before I work out. There's some pretty interesting research on... That the stimulant of caffeine does some pretty cool things to the body when you're actually working out. If you have some caffeine about 30 minutes to an hour before you you go for a workout, apparently it it does a lot of great things for metabolism and you know heart rate and blood pressure and and all those kind of things during the workout and extends those things even beyond beyond your workout. So I thought that was interesting. For me, it would be chocolate. I think that makes a lot of sense. I'm going to be my healthiest if I eat a lot of chocolate before I go work out. There you go. I think that works really, really Mini well.
0: Many cookies. What else you got? Um, Henry Heimlich. The Heimlich maneuver guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Who's yeah. now
0: 96 years That's old. a real guy. By the way. Yeah. This is a real person. He mm-hmm. created this maneuver to dislodge whatever might be lodged mm-hmm. in our esophagus. Yeah. He was just chilling out at the senior center where he lives.
1: Please don't tell me he choked to death.
0: And saw a woman beside him choking and gave her the Heimlich maneuver and saved her life. That's awesome. How crazy is that?
1: Hey, I'm going to give you my maneuver.
0: (laughs) That's right. When they interviewed him, you mean my maneuver? (laughs) They didn't say that. He didn't say (laughs) it.
1: That's pretty amazing. I thought we were getting ready for one of those irony stories where, you know, the, you know, what was it? The founder of Segway. You know, died falling off a Segway or something like like that.
0: I like how it says, "As more than 100 other diners looked on, Heimlich said he stood up, spun the victim around, and launched into his namesake technique."
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's just really funny. What would you want named after you? Like what? Like what kind of? Like how cool is that? There's a life-saving technique named after this guy.
0: Oh, um, so something would be named after me?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something you do all the time that should be named after you, like some sort of habit or activity or whatever.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, Maybe it would be like the sudden burst into song kind of a thing. Okay. You want that named after you? Yeah.
1: So the Danae Hughes moment is that moment where you can't help but burst into a Disney musical song? Maybe, yeah. Okay. What about you? I have Danae Hughes moments every once in a while. That's right. Well, you would
0: have to call it the Hughes maneuver, or I the want, Hughes something, uh, the Hughes effect.
1: The 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 Hughes effect. Yeah, well, I like that. Um, for the the dicer maneuver, is where you wait until an entire season of something is over of TV, uh-huh. and then you watch all the episodes in a row over the course of your Memorial Day. <laughs>
0: You're talking about binging, Cause people yeah, binge watching. Do that. Yeah, let's call that the that's dicer thing. watching. No, no, I want it.
1: Nobody <laughs> else has claimed it. I want binge watching. Uh, what's your next one? uh my next one is how to win a fight with a shark oh excellent i you're, thought this one sh- might be good for you well yeah
0: because you know i don't like sharks so this will be great to talk about
1: um danae knows how to win a fight with a shark
0: i do how you do you tell do you that? how to do yeah it? tell me don't go in the water <laughs>
1: that's right
0: ha- call them out be like you want to come you want a piece of meat that's me? right you're gonna have, have it to on come land. on land that's buddy." Right.
1: tip number one <laughs> have the fight on land that's right. Uh, here's some legitimate Don't gain things. An First of all, I should say, there last year there were about a hundred shark attacks worldwide. That's um, not a ton.
0: Attacks with death?
1: No, no, no. Just attacks.
0: Yeah, there weren't that many deaths. No, there no, no. There were no, like no. 500 hippopotamus deaths.
1: Yeah. So I, th- yeah.
0: Random I th- knowledge for you.
1: I, I think you know it's not like this is a common thing. But if it ever happens here, are a couple things. Number one, act big. The bigger you can make yourself look, the better off you're going to be. Because so
0: to... one feels huge when you're in the ocean.
1: That's right. Act big. <laughs> it's a surefire
0: uh, way to make yourself feel massive. If a shark
1: thinks thinks you're bigger and more aggressive, it'll turn tail and bolt. So be big and aggressive. Uh, number two, thrash about. Do not play dead, or you will be dead. That is. I that's thought what it says thrashing
0: here. about was a surefire way to get yourself killed. No, if you've seen Jaws, you know that's true. <laughs>
1: if you If you thrash about the shark is much more likely to think this isn't worth it, you know I'm gonna go sharks what they do is they take an exploratory bite, they'll just go like chonk just to see you know what's going on
0: Guess how and, all of us eat, I totally understand
1: <laughs> and if if you if you <laughs> play if dead, they'll be pate. like, oh cool, this is totally we have
0: like a pate or something where it's like, I'm not sure how I'm gonna feel about this like you go in for that. it's an exploratory bite, yeah, I totally get it and
1: I totally get it and if I,
0: quite suddenly, my pate or whatever just started to thrash about in front of me and looked huge yeah i'm not gonna eat it see right
1: i think it all makes sense (laughs) tip number three hit them where it hurts
0: in the eyeball right
1: yep kick them in the groin uh yeah their groin is their gills by the way i don't know if you knew that like that's the most sensitive i have had
0: dreams where Mm -hmm. i have been punching underwater it's not easy to punch
1: no no probably not not in water you can like you know uh Try to make contact, grab, scratch. You know, gills like nose. nipple twist their gills. Yeah, that's right. That's what you do.
0: <laughs> just like, no, a, man. A Go
1: g- for the gilly eyeballs. grab. That's like, all those, a like, gilly grab when you're in when you're in Shark High School. Plus,
0: isn't their skin made of like steel?
1: I, no, Danae. Yes. How would their skin be made of steel?
0: It's made of tiny little razor blades of steel. It's horrible.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. Have you
0: ever seen a an blown up? under the microscope of their skin?
1: No, is it scary?
0: Are you serious? No, I haven't. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna You're going to look up. it up?
1: All right, while you, while you do that, I'll give you tip number four. Get help. Get out of the water because the attack will attract other sharks. Then deal with the bleeding. So get out and then deal with the bleeding. Wow, their skin is little razor blades.
0: Told ya. Scary stuff, y'all. Not made Google of steel. Google search the shark skin under microscope and you will be just as terrified as i am
1: not made of steel though they just yeah, look like razor it's steel. blades i'm no. just telling you and i'm sure the gills are soft you know like a pillow <sighs> when you go in for that gilly grab you know
0: just stay out of the water
1: you should be fine stay
0: out of the water okay uh,
1: that is tip number 5
0: i'm ready to move on
1: is stay out of florida <laughs> most is that sh- really yeah that is tip number <laughs> 5 most shark attack- <laughs> attacks happen in florida uh, sunshine state leads the world in the unprovoked shark attack it had 30 last year Mm -hmm. uh, unprovoked shark attacks um makes sense when you think about it lengthy coastline plus throngs of tourists equals shark buffet uh don't swim at night and ditch the bling or the other two so don't wear shiny stuff. don't swim at night yep oh you people oh here's the chart of which animal is likely most likely to kill you
0: hippopotamus is on there um you know what do you want to know the number one killer last year or the that's number what one I killer. It's not want... an animal. I have the list. It's oh. not the animals. Oh,
1: you have the non-animal list. Uh-huh. I can tell you the animals. Okay. You want to know the, the number num- one mammals: cows, horses, and other mammals.
0: They kick hard, y'all. Yeah. And if they fall on you,
1: and we're around them more, it's not good. Six hundred fifty-five deaths by cows, horses, and other animals. Next is our hornets, wasps, and bees. Probably a lot is of that, that has to that do with an allergy. animal. Excuse Could me. Be? That's an insect. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see how you draw your moral lines now.
0: Uh, yeah, because mosquitoes was on the list. It was like one of the number one killers because yeah. of all the uh, diseases that they carry.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, insects are listed apart from actually hornets, wasps, and bees. Uh,
0: my last article today is from Gizmodo, which I think is interesting. I It's titled, The Bizarre Gunshot Plugging Device Has Saved Its First Life.
1: I'm sorry. Gunshot plugging. Yeah, like Elmer Fudd, like Bugs Bunny, putting his finger in the gun, kind of like thing.
0: That. Yeah. So basically, it's like a syringe that has a whole bunch of what looks like little pills inside of it, and you put it into the wound, and then you inject all of these pills, and they basically expand and they fill up the hole.
1: What? And
0: I saw this a couple of years ago. They were testing it, but now it's actually had its first. Uh, it was it was out for the um like on the front lines as like a triage type thing like here's wow. an emergency situation so it was because it came out um yeah in the military in 2014 uh, this is the first time that it's actually been used since then and somebody was shot in the leg and they were able to to do it. it's a sponge filled syringe and it can plug a sh- gunshot wound in 15 seconds
1: oh I am I am now I'm with you mm-hmm. I thought it was plugging the gun. No. Like you had the, to put this syringe in no, the, the injury. person who's pointing the gun no, at you. No, oh my goodness. <laughs> and Aaron, no. And it would like expand and plug no. the gun. I was like, this is incredible. How do you, ex- how do you expect How me? do you get that close? Guns are long range weapons. I don't know how I'm supposed to do this. <laughs> But I get it now. It's the uh, wound. It's plugging the wound. That actually makes a lot of sense. What's interesting about
0: this is um, in the situation, it was a gunshot wound to the left thigh. And seven hours of unsuccessful surgery still did not stop the bleeding. Wow. So they used Xstat, which is the name of it. Um, so there's this whole kind of report, which I love medical reports. If you don't, Gizmodo does a good job of kind of like just keeping it. Kind of going through it. Yeah, getting um so they used it and then the patient was stabilized after that so wow it's kind of a cool thing kind of like oh we made this thing and now it works so the people who spent all the money <laughs> and time putting it together it has now been used at least once and been successful congratulations
1: my final peruse the news um woman's hot mug shot wins hearts on the internet this
0: happened to a dude a few years ago i know it's happened
1: a couple times and this is the latest like the- it's hashtag prison bay is oh, what the hashtag Lord. is. Okay. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, uh, here's here's the mugshot. Here's the girl's mugshot. And people are just going, you know, gaga over this mugshot. And it got me thinking, I mean, aside from the fact of how weird it is that somebody gets arrested for something, takes a mugshot, and people are like, oh, she's beautiful. Well, that's fine. People are beautiful, whether they're breaking the law or not. But what got me thinking was, If you were arrested, or Danae, when you were arrested, (laughs) if you were arrested, would you try to take a good mugshot, or would you do what I think most people do with most of the mugshots you do is just kind of like, meh, like whatever, and just have the face you have? Or would you actually like give a smile and try to be photogenic? I'm curious. What would you do? I think I might try to be a little photogenic. Like I think I might be a little silly in that moment. I don't know. It depends on how I felt about my guilt.
0: I don't really remember, I remember being in a state of horror and panic and disbelief that I had re- wound up, you know, in the circumstances that sure. I personally and whenever sure. I was Do you remember in your trouble. mugshot? Do I remember it? Yeah, like, did you get a mugshot?
1: Did they take your picture I'm and everything? I'm pretty
0: sure they did, yeah. 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 But um, I just remember being like like a deer in headlights. Yeah. So I think I probably have had a photo of some kind. That looks like the normal, typical one, because it's not like you're thinking about <laughs> how your hair looks legitimately. You're thinking about Does that mean I'm what a little kind bit... of trouble am I really in here? Because I have just crossed the line and have been you know, taken into.
1: Does that mean I'm a little bit of a sociopath, if I would think about that? Like if you no. could put all that stuff beside. And I mean, like, sure. Take a good... Yeah,
0: let's call you a sociopath.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like uh, it might depend on how I felt about what I was there for. Mm -hmm. Like if I had done something wrong and I knew it was wrong and I was feeling bad I wouldn't want to make light of that situation but if I felt like I was there like completely in the right like they had it all wrong or whatever I think I'd be more apt to to be a little lighthearted about it knowing that I wasn't guilty or, or whatever the case may be I don't know. I It got it got me thinking about the what I would do Dude, in that moment. It's a
0: pretty serious moment when you have <laughs> angry police officers telling you to like. It's just not fun. You're not really that worried about it. Maybe okay. you are. I don't know. Okay. But she is. She's looking great in that photo. Yeah. Congratulations to the next internet superstar.
1: <sighs> I think it also has to do with the fact that mugshots are public too. Like you know, people can go through mugshots yes. and kind of find them. And so I think that's why. People see one like this and go, what in the world? It looks so different than the other ones. (gasps) Speaking of which, does that mean your mugshot is public somewhere?
0: No, I was technically a minor. Thank you, Lord in heaven. Otherwise, (laughs) I would have been in way more trouble.
1: (laughs) All right. Hey, we've still got
0: mugs. We do have mugs. Actually, we decided that we were going to create a unique mug. It is T-Chip is the name of the um, site that you can go find it. I actually bought one for myself, mm-hmm. and then I realized maybe I should buy more. Because it's a limited time only. Like, you can only get it while it's on this
1: website. How much longer is there left? Like a minute. Like one minute left. <laughs> this is it. You just got to... So if you're listening to the podcast, you're too late. No, no there's a couple weeks left, right? Yeah, there's just a little okay. bit of
0: time left. Um, you can find links at our Facebook page. You can find them at our band page. If you would like to get a mug, highly recommend uh, we also tweeted about it, too. We would like to go ahead and just sell. I said we would get 10, Is mm-hmm. was my guess. And I'm pretty sure that's probably right on. Yeah, yeah. Because we haven't had. About
1: three left. I
0: think we've got three remaining. Yeah. And then after that, I think we can still sell as many as we want. So if you would like to grab your mug, please feel free to do so. Um, it's 10 bucks. It's our original shoe the dough logo from yeah, when we first got too. started. It's the so. OG
1: logo. It
0: is the OG logo,
1: and uh, and we we won't be selling these again. So I know, this, this it's is exciting. your only chance to have, have an OG logo. No, are
0: you are you very nostalgic like that?
1: I'm not. Okay, I'm not one of those the, like. Kind well, don't of people. come
0: crying to me for my mug whenever <laughs> you're like, oh, I wish I would have got a mug. Uh,
1: okay, I promise I won't come <laughs> crying to you for your <laughs> mug. How funny is it that we went from mug shots to our mug? Like selling our shoe the dough logo. I didn't mug. even
0: put that together. <laughs> <laughs> I it's didn't either. Clueless that was
1: not. No, 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 no. I was clueless too. That was not purposeful. I just thought that was funny. All right, on to our main segment for the podcast today. It is a headline hoarder, and
0: thank goodness because we go through so many articles here, and Aaron is really good about letting articles go, letting things. I hoard everything. <laughs> I'm also a paper hoarder.
1: Are you really? Yes. How is that? Oh, you mean like you transport a box full of packing peanuts <sighs> and uh no. and junk mail I mean, yes. like that kind of paper hoarder? Yes. Yeah, I get it.
0: But no, <laughs> when we went to a fundraiser for one of the radio stations that we work for in St. Louis this year, uh-huh. I brought with me. Their presentation from the previous year that I still had kept track of, <laughs> like I still had the notes of like how that can come
1: in handy. I think I'm so. the opposite. Ugh. I throw stuff away like immediately.
0: Well, I literally have thousands and thousands of saved articles. Some t- and some of these stretch back two to three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today I've actually I've got 15 to 20 that I've just been saving over the past week and a half. Um, so we'll go through. Some yeah, of these headlines let's do together. this. So,
1: Danae, you give us the headline <laughs> that you've been hoarding, and we'll see uh, see what we want to say about it.
0: Former inmate hires ex-cons so they can get on positive path after prison. I really like stories like this where there's a someone who's willing to kind of take, you know, a different spin on a job or a different okay. spin, and like specifically aim to hire people that don't normally, uh, like usually get passed up. I guess I should say.
1: I see that in a lot of. Um TV shows as a plot point like even like in uh, Ant-Man like he was in prison and he got out and it was like he couldn't get a job except at this ice cream place and even there he got once mm-hmm. they found out he'd been in prison. Yeah. It's one of the funniest scenes in the movie where the guys like, "Oh, you were in prison? That's so cool." And he's like, "I mean, I still have to fire you." But Right.
0: <laughs> And that's this is it's a reality. And I think what's um, interesting about this particular story, which I found on Huffington Post, Mm -hmm. um, is that the person who runs the business is an ex-con himself. And he's over time hired over 50 different people who have come in and been able to work.
1: So he is an Mm ex-con purposefully hiring other ex-cons.
0: Yes. To make sure that they can actually put their hands to work, because once Mm -hmm. you get out of the prison system, you know, it's really difficult to get anyone to kind of like take a chance on you because you're a risk. Mm -hmm. You're a risk on paper, a provable risk. Everyone's a risk.
1: (laughs) That's right. But there
0: are certain types of, of scenarios where you're like, you're a provable risk. And one of them is that you have to check a box. Yes, I messed up really bad one time. Here it is.
1: That's the other place I saw. It was in a TV show I watched recently and there was an interview between an employer and somebody and they were like, I was in prison. And the person was like, I don't really want to hire And he's like, look, 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 I, I am the least likely to mess up of anybody you're going to interview. Somebody who's never been to prison, yeah, they can do whatever, <laughs> yeah. right? I've got people watching me, making sure I don't do stuff. Like, I'm the safest hire you're going to have, you know, kind of thing. And I, I thought, man, I haven't even thought about it that way. But there's some truth there. There's there some interesting some truth. truth there that if you're rehabilitating, yep. there is some, some built-in accountability.
0: You know why you don't want to go back to jail. Right, yeah, your, yeah. Your incentive is to get a good job and stick to it which right. makes them great employees but this guy is taking it um on, cool. himself. There was another article that i had saved i didn't pull it up ex- because i was going to remember it mm-hmm. um and in that article it was a father and son who started a car wash where they only hire people who have been me- uh, fired from other
1: car washes oh okay i'm sorry who I have learning the... disabilities okay.
0: or are yeah. mentally handicapped
1: so That's really cool
0: people who like can only do a very specific task over and over and over again Um, Because statistically, after the age of, I think like 26 or something, they get booted out of the system and there's Mm. no longer any care for them uh, through most outlets to kind of keep them engaged. As far as learning and engaged in culture. So quite suddenly, they usually stay at home a lot, you know, because they can't go find the normal job. So they created a job that only... Was that the... I remember hearing about
1: somebody who who hired... I thought it was a car wash. Yeah. They only hired um, people on the autism spectrum. Yes. Is that the one? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that was really valuable and interesting. And especially to know that you have a job where that is uh, possible and beneficial. I mean, there are a lot of jobs where you wouldn't be able... To do that with somebody with a learning disability or something like that. But with a car wash, you know, oh, I've got a lot of specific tasks that could be done in this way and can hire these. I think that's really admirable and really cool. It's extremely valuable. Yeah. Um, What's next?
0: 14 totally free things on the internet that everyone should take advantage of.
1: Ooh, 14, huh?
0: Yeah. I don't know that I'm going to read them all, but you can go get college courses without having to pay tuition check you can get self-destructing email addresses
1: <laughs> what why would you need a self-destructing email address for um, a good reason
0: like for signing up for sites or lists or deals and you don't have to put in like your real address you can just have one like that ah, automatically explodes
1: tricky tricky uh-huh. just you just need it to confirm uh, something and then it's gone
0: um an ambient sound for occasions like you can like or ambient
1: yeah, no, ambient's fine. Ambi- I My wife uses something like that on yeah. her phone. Yeah,
0: like you just have it on as a browser, mm-hmm. and then you can have it be like wave sounds or fire sure. or the singing bowl, uh-huh. which is a very popular or one. Or just,
1: just have your spouse do it, too. <laughs> you know, let's that's, see. That's, that's, that's my ambient noise. Good job. Thanks.
0: Next time go for the singing bowl.
1: <laughs> the what? Singing bowl. Singing bowl?
0: Yeah, it's like Hello,
1: a Hello, I am a bowl.
0: No. Put your cereal inside of me. Nope.
1: No, not that mm-hmm. singing bowl. Nope. All it's right. a
0: metal bowl or sometimes not Anyways, and mm-hmm. you when you like put the mallet and you circle it around the bowl, <laughs> it'll make like a chiming sound.
1: Oh. Wow. Kind of like, like when you rub your your finger around yes. the ring of a wine glass or yes. something like that. very
0: similar. But less annoying. In my opinion, uh learn every language on earth unlimited access to mega library of documentaries. You can talk to someone and spill your guts, like to online counselors and things Mm -hmm. like that. You can set up alerts for all kinds of things. You can get free stuff on sites, play old video games, all the fonts you could ever want, photo editing, piles and piles of coupons. Oh, I'm going to do all 14. Manage your finances (laughs) and your future. And finally, help feed the world.
1: Alerts are interesting. I actually use uh, Google Alerts. And it's really interesting. Like if you care a lot about a topic or in my case, you just want to know when when your name appears on the Internet, like you can set up an alert for whatever and you'll get an email anytime that's on the Internet. Can you imagine
0: if you set up an alert for the word cat (laughs) or recipe or something?
1: Well, I think you would you, you would, would be annoyed phone very quickly. Your alerts would never go
0: off. Or yeah. your your alerts you would never stop getting alerted. Yeah. That would be awful. So I like this I like this article and you can see why I would keep it, right? Cuz there's this really interesting and valuable information in here.
1: I had uh, I have an alert set up for the Morning DNA, which is the name of our radio show, right? So that any time mm-hmm. the Morning DNA mm-hmm. appears anywhere online, I'll know, "Oh, okay, cool." And almost always when it happens like once every couple weeks, I'll get an email at Morning DNA, and I'm like, oh cool, what's you know been mentioned or whatever? And usually it's like one sentence ends with the morning, and then the next sentence starts with DNA. Uh, so like, you know, early in the morning, DNA, DNA has proven has proved, yeah, yes. that kind of stuff. And so I'm like, ah, Ugh, it's not M-O-S. nobody's talking about me.
0: <laughs> uh, next up, many sunscreen contain lower SPF than labels claim. <gasps>
1: I saw this.
0: So, I wanted to keep this one because I'm like, this is really interesting. So, nearly half of sunscreen that's produced in the U.S. does not actually live up to the SPF claim on the bottle, which is horrible. 43% of them have less SPF than the label promised.
1: What is SPF?
0: Super particular fan (laughs) uh, fabric. uh,
1: Really, Danae? Super particular fabric. Focal. Focal.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Super
1: particular focal? Yeah. Okay. Follicle. 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 It's got to be. Super particular follicle. follicles. Yes. It, sounds, it Sounds like a hair hair thing. <laughs> Isn't it is it not sun protection formula? Maybe. I just didn't I didn't mean what does it stand for? <laughs> I mean how do they figure that out? You know? Like who's in charge what scientists are in charge of like what is one SPF mean? Like just a certain amount of rays get through it? Of the sun protection? I felt bad for the
0: people who had have sunburns because of this. That's probably what happened. Well, they didn't
1: have to have sunburns. They got sunburns, possibly. They have, they
0: have to have them.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. well, don't you think if you used a, sun, um, a suntan lotion or whatever or protection and you got a sunburn, wouldn't you just stop using that one and just figure you should try something else?
0: I don't know. This is why I don't go in the sun. I was going to
1: say, neither of us go in the sun. I don't go so in the sun. So we're, we're bad to talk about this. But
0: just beware. Buyer beware. Always. Just be careful with the SPFs.
1: Caveat emptor.
0: FYI, you can make dog food in a slow cooker. <gasps> can I? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let's learn more. Oh, my goodness. Why should you feed your pet unknown ingredients in canned food when you can make something delicious yourself?
1: So, all those, uh, we have like, I don't know, five slow cookers there in our go. house so there you might you as well might as well find a way to use one of them
0: yeah but then watch your kids accidentally get into it do you it. call them
1: slow cookers or crockpots I call them crockpots yeah I always call them crockpots crock too
0: but you can choose like they actually have assembled several recipes
1: for your dog yeah what kind of food
0: starchy and leafy veggies meat and boosters and grain
1: so like actual f- food
0: yeah Erin what else are you gonna <laughs> feed <laughs> well, the dogs
1: I don't know dog food I didn't know Dog if you were food putting is dog supposed food in to be the... made
0: of somewhat real food, but often it's not really that great. <laughs> but are you putting dog filler. food
1: in the pot, in the crock pot? Or You're are putting, you putting food in the crock Are pot. you putting my food in the crock pot? The are dog you putting soup. food I could
0: eat? Yes, if you ate it, you'd be okay. Uh, you wouldn't enjoy it potentially as much as something else. I don't else. know
1: how I feel about this.
0: Yeah, I, I figured it's you wouldn't se- like it. It it's seems like the a lot of I effort. it up. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Considering the things I've seen dogs eating in the backyard... So, I don't think they care.
0: It, so it's saying organic meats or organ meats, liver, heart, and kidney, and then eggs, and then fish
1: wow. or muscle
0: meats and vegetables, including greens and liver, leaves. hearts,
1: and kidneys.
0: Mm-hmm. And then a small amount of fruits. Okay, too. They have a Do whole I chart. have to
1: be a butcher? Like, where am I getting this stuff?
0: From the supermarket. Where liver, you... hearts, and kidneys? Yeah, you can get that stuff from like a butcher at a supermarket.
1: <gasps> they sell the liver, hearts, and kidneys? Yeah, have... my dad is
0: nodding somewhere right now. He's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you can. liver. Well, li... I guess I know people lizard... eat liver. I... Lizards and gizzards is what I used to call them. <laughs> but it's livers and gizzards.
1: <laughs> lizards and gizzards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow, are we having lizards and gizzards? <laughs> I could never do it. My dad loves that stuff. He like, would just fry it up. And have some lizards and gizzards, and gizzards
1: tonight. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, what else you got?
0: Former drug dealer turns life around and graduates from Ivy League College.
1: That's cool. How did that happen?
0: Um, which part?
1: Well, the, the process of <laughs> going from dealing drugs to gra- graduating from an Ivy League school.
0: His name is David Norman. Um, He has been sober for 20 years, and he recently graduated with the class of 2016. He's the oldest to graduate at 67 years old.
1: Oh, wow. He's 67? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a lot of life to live.
0: Yeah. So he just, he had a 3.4 GPA. Um, Which and, Ivy League
1: school did it say? Did I miss it? Um,
0: It's one that has a blue robe with, <laughs> with like a little crown on it. It's very, it's very periwinkle.
1: Oh yeah. Periwinkle University. <laughs> Columbia University. Columbia.
0: He has a degree in philosophy now. Nice. Very cool. Oh, well, that's kind for of him. a neat thing. Good for
1: him. It's never too late, right? Never like you too see late. those stories and you're just like, listen, it's never too late to, to pursue education. It's never too late to chase dreams. Never too late.
0: This next story really freaked me out. And I thought because you're a parent, you'll have more knowledge about this. Okay. But this article was all about how this mom had t- has two kids. One was in a front facing seat and one was in a rear facing seat. Car seats. Yeah. And was in an accident and one was totally fine and the other one had like all broke up yeah and like the baby is going to be fine but it was really really traumatic like has to wear a head and neck brace and this huge thing no no
1: no it's so it it is i'm assuming the one in the front facing seat was the one that was injured so badly because yeah the because i was we were always told especially with infants you do back facing seat
0: yeah you face them towards the back of the car yeah but but the baby was two years
1: old so maybe she was just so transitioning she was thinking into transitioning. the new... about transitioning,
0: and the only difference between the two of them was that one was rear and one was front.
1: And, and they were e- twins. Uh, I, I'm assuming. Wow.
0: Yeah. Crazy, okay, right? So,
1: so I have a few thoughts. Number one, that's amazing confirmation of you know, what we've been told that yeah. it's much safer to have the back, you know, back facing.
0: Right. That's one of the reasons I wanted to
1: talk seat, about it because it's like
0: happening at the same exact time.
1: The other thing that I think of when I think of that is like the guilt oh, that that, mo- that mom's going to feel. Was it a mom or a dad? That a was mom. The mom. I mean, just all I had to do was turn the other seat around. You know what I mean? Like She why? said, I was
0: always unsure about when turning my babies around, like when the time frame was, but after our crash and the heart evidence that we're presented with, I will forever rear rearward face my babies as long as I possibly can.
1: Well, and that's, I mean, that's a good thing. I mean, it's good for parents to hear that, new parents to hear that, and everybody to kind of know that that's a legit thing. Um, The problem we always had with car seats was the rules on age. Because our boys were so big, it became ridiculous to try to find a car seat that they could fit into because they hadn't reached the age yet where they were technically supposed to be out of a car seat. Oh, interesting. But seatbelts, you know, fit them fine. But it was just like... The law makes it so they had to be in a car seat till they're eight or whatever, and you know my eight year old was, you know, ten foot five foot five or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, like where are their
0: legs going to go? They're like
1: human sized, yeah, you know.
0: They're, that's my height. I'm five foot five.
1: So I don't know. It just it becomes that's the where we kind of thought. Well, how, how do what what do we as parents? Are we okay breaking the law knowing? that our kids are adult-sized human beings. You
0: just think about that when you're getting your mugshot taken, okay? uh,
1: That's what I will be thinking about. You think that's, about that. That is scary.
0: Um, I'm glad to talk about that one. That one was kind of curious. I was like, I didn't realize how serious it was. Yeah. Because in my head, I don't have to worry about any of this stuff until later.
1: Here's the other thing. When self-driving cars are more of a reality here in about a decade, <clears throat> I think they'll start designing cars so that we're all facing backwards. Because we'll all be safer with back, backwards-facing seats, period. I
0: wonder how many people will have vertigo or some kind of weird reaction to...
1: Well, you'll just you'll just live with it. You have you never ridden on it. a train? I like have. Like, ridden on a train backwards or whatever? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, it's been a while. But, like, everyday driving, I guess you'd just get used to but it. But
1: you wouldn't be driving, you'd be riding. Right. I'm so excited. I cannot wait.
0: I know you can't.
1: Ugh. needs to happen now.
0: <gasps> you know what I'm so excited for? This next one. All right. Okay. They have Star Trek bathing suits <laughs> I have never wanted a bathing suit so bad you can uh, be you, you can be you don't go
1: in water today. the blue
0: scientist the gold operator or the red field commanders
1: <laughs> you and don't want to be the red it's a
0: one piece it's a one piece swimsuit which I like one piece is so much better mm-hmm. and it has like it's like the old school yeah. how awesome is that
1: no those are Star Trek swimsuits for sure
0: I, I, I would not be wrong. like. I'd be like you know, and like <laughs> I would do that and be Although, like beat me up Scott." I was actually
1: now that I'm thinking of it, Danae, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a Star Trek swimsuit makes perfect sense for you because when you go into the water, you are boldly going where, <laughs> where you have never, never gone, gone before. before. It's like so that true. is like the perfect swimsuit for you.
0: I just I love that it even has like it has the little command um like the communications insignia. insignia. Yeah. It's perfect. Nice. It's on Think Geek. It's sixty bucks. But I'm thinking about it.
1: <laughs> Even though you never swim, no, that's so I perfect. I never
0: swim, but I think I want to have it. <laughs> <laughs> that music should play as I approach the pool.
1: <laughs> that's exactly right.
0: Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. Got any more? Oh, are you kidding? Like I, I have get them out there. So Listen, this is
1: your this is your chance.
0: Okay, this one's kind of blown my mind. This is uh, titled, Spider Silk Inspires Creation of Liquid Wire. Okay. Okay, so scientists have discovered a previously unknown property of spider silk. Is
1: this one of those things where we're taking nature and trying to do what they do? I don't, I think so, yeah. Okay, let's check it out. It's
0: used it to create a hybrid material. It's a bio-inspired thread, which acts like both a solid and liquid and could lead to a host of new material te- and technology.
1: Wow. So, sounds fancy. I don't know anything about what that means or does, but it listen sounds to this. fancy. This just
0: sounds crazy. Spider silk is one of the most extraordinarily uh, extraordinary materials found in nature, featuring tensile strengths compared to steel, mm-hmm. and elasticity uh, like rubber.
1: This is how Spider-Man does all the stuff he does.
0: That's right. Together, these two properties make it two to three times tougher than some of the strongest synthetic material, including Kevlar and nylon. Wow. What's more... Spider silk is sticky, uh, antimicrobial, hypoallergenic, and biodegradable. So scientists and engineers would like to understand as much about it as possible and develop similarly robust synthetic materials. Wow. So there's all this research that's being kind of poured into spider silk, which I've read a couple of things about spider silk research recently. Mm -hmm. They just, they try to figure out how they can, like, we can't manufacture ourselves. We have to have spiders to do it. So they have just these, you know. Spider farms? Spider, yeah, there's just. It's just like what makes Peter Parker. It's
1: amazing. Yeah,
0: it's pretty crazy. Kevlar?
1: Um, Stronger than Kevlar? Yeah. Does this mean like if I like run through a big spider web, like I'm bulletproof?
0: Yeah. Does that, sure. was,
1: was that mean? Okay. Yeah, that's, I just want to make that's sure. That's actually so article a, later. If I'm in a gunfight <laughs> yes. and I don't have my little <laughs> syringe that'll clog right. the other person's gun, <laughs> yes. then I just need to run through some spider webs. Mm-hmm. Good yep, to know. Just wrap
0: yourself in the spider webbing and you'll hey, be great.
1: Good to know. It's all about the information here.
0: Uh, when spider silk is compressed, its filaments shorten... By spooling inside tiny droplets of water glue, it clings to the thread, and it allows the web to remain under tension.
1: Wow.
0: And the process is reversible, allowing it to extend. And so that's what they're studying now. It sounds amazing. Thousands of tiny droplets of glue that cover the capture spiral of the spider's orb. I mean, this is just fantastic stuff. So yeah. Like, basically, so they're calling it liquid wire, and they're trying to figure out how they can turn it into... And I speaking of crazy things that were happening, um, they're also uh using a 3d printer to print in midair
1: hmm? like drone like a 3d printing drone
0: like no that the the little hand of the 3d printer will raise up in midair and drop the next piece of material which is metal
1: all i'm thinking in my mind is like one of those doctor seuss cartoons where like the robot hand like picks something up and puts it over like, I'm, so, I'm having it, a hard time visualizing this. I know. This.
0: It's crazy. It, Like, you know how 3D printers work?
1: No, got the, <laughs> but I kind of yeah, see okay, them. Okay. Yeah, okay, So
0: you have, like, an arm that comes out, and it basically will, you Goes know... Goes along, la- and it prints it layer at a time. Yeah, layer at a time, layer at a time. Yeah. Okay. With some so, sort of
1: composite material. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So the material is able to repel itself like a magnet, okay. and it's printing with space in between one material, then there's air and then the next bit of material and there's air and literally just dotting like a spiral form where none of it's actually touching. It's all just floating.
1: It sounds like you've lost your mind. I know. Like, like, Uh, are you talking about levitation? Yes. Like what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. It levitates. It's, It's levitating up. Oh, my goodness. I do. I do. sounds wonderful. I sound sound like I'm losing it. I really do. That's
1: all right. I think you ran out of headlines, so you're making stuff up now.
0: (laughs) No, no. I'll never run out of headlines. It's impossible.
1: Oh, that's absolutely amazing.
0: You want to live in San Francisco, have about $4.15 million, you can own the full house home. Nice. Also in the headlines. I just want to let you know.
1: Here's the problem with that.
0: You, too, can... Can be there.
1: Here's the problem with owning the Full House home. Expensive. You're going to be very disappointed when you walk inside because yeah, it's I... just the exterior. They didn't shoot the actual show at this house. Mm. They just shot the exterior.
0: Yeah. So it's
1: just this. It's just the picture you see on the outside, and but then you go in and it's a totally different house. So it's not like you know you get to live in the Full House house.
0: But you do. <laughs> That's the thing. You actually do. You can it say, is say that you house. do.
1: Nobody else knows.
0: Is it worth? 4.15 million dollars. No. Oh,
1: come on. No house is worth oh, four come on. listen. That is too much money for a house. <laughs> uh, that is okay. too much money. All right, one more. This is it. One Last more? one. That's Pick a always, good one.
0: The pressure the is. The pressure's on
1: today. Last headline hoarder <sighs> Then you have to flush everything in the system down. <gasps> you don't get to keep them anymore. You have you have purged. Okay. 24 hours of guilt free murder will be over. Okay. Here we go, last one.
0: All right, I need your help. Okay. Um a guy who's supposed to eat a shirt.
1: Wait, no, no, no. This is cheap. This is a cheap way to get the all the headlines in here. Where and your
0: vacation dollars go further. You
1: sh- you should have to just give like a one word clue.
0: Giant gator.
1: <laughs> okay, giant gator.
0: Or, or Twitter hack.
1: No, giant gator.
0: Or MySpace hack.
1: Nope, I want giant gator. How
0: about the story about the human that rescues the baby fox from the drain? <laughs>
1: All right, that's it. You wasted it. Nope, you don't even get one now. You, you decided to list five instead. We'll never know about the giant gator uh, because you couldn't focus. Uh, that is it. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Danae. Listen, you had you had a chance, mm-hmm. and you just didn't do it.
0: There's also a guy No. who is at the university, and... Uh, he had fallen asleep in class behind you know behind like the i'm not listening no
1: (laughs) i can't help but listen
0: (laughs) the projector screen was Uh down yeah and he had fallen asleep behind the projector screen and then halfway through the presentation he rolls out and onto the floor (laughs) so that happened
1: why do i get the sense it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if i say that that you're done that you're just gonna keep going why do i get that sense
0: Another ten of the worst employees. <laughs> eight amazing houses with the Disney connection. How big was the
1: giant gator? I'm curious.
0: Like 15 feet.
1: That is a giant gator for sure. On a golf course. Nice. Well, that's where our, that's where Two all gators golfing are. golfing
0: people. Listen, I was
1: almost killed by an alligator on a golf course. I know. We that's know this story. Why I thought
0: that was amazing. It is
1: amazing. I'm I'm glad it wasn't 15 feet long. Although the one that got me almost got me was like eight feet long. Probably it was longer. Longer than me. Parched than lions
0: me. confused tourist Tent with a popsicle. <laughs> we've
1: we've actually. We've actually outlived the end theme song music and we you haven't even said thank longer. you to people. We need
0: to make it longer.
1: All right, we'll try it again.
0: The most absurd lie ever told about salt. <laughs> a tortoise Thanks. is injured in a fire, but gets a new hand-painted 3D printed shell.
1: Thanks so much for shoeing the dough with us today. Shoe the dough is part of the Shoe the Dough Podcast Network. You can find out more about the other live and later shows on the network by following the feed at mixler.com slash shoe the dough. That's M-I-X-L-R dot com slash shoe the Dough.
0: Recipe: Asparagus Parmesan chips. Easy to do at home. That's interesting.
1: You can find out more about
0: Aaron and Danae at erinanddanae.com. Stainable wood-based filament gives a 3D printed violin
1: a natural look. Huge thanks to, to uh, who did the intro? Oh, it's Caleb. Huge thanks to Caleb today for doing the intro and Chris Tilly for composing the intro music.
0: A new survey <coughs> says that 93% of the Great Barrier Reef has undergone bleaching. That's
1: also, production assistance on today's episode from Caleb as well. Of course, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly we to make this guys. show possible. Support starts at a buck a month, comes with some pretty fun perks. You can find out more at patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae. All feedback welcome at erinanddanae at gmail.com.
0: Grandma, age 78, couldn't get off chair, but now she deadlifts 225 pound weights in the gym. <laughs> yeah, you do, Grandma. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with.